Right, my name's Frank Burton. Welcome to the final part in this series of Frank and Claude are following you. Perhaps we'll make some more of these in the future, but for now, here's the conclusion of the story I've been telling you over the course of this series. You may have forgotten that I'm attempting to tell you a story about me and Claude because we keep getting distracted by things like this. Derek Jarman! I want to watch Derek Jarman with you! Derek Jarman! And I hope you like Jarman too! Jubilee, Warwickian, Blue and Caravaggio Jarman in the name of the Lord! You're not going to put this in your documentary, are you, Frank? Anyway, some things happened. And because of my habit of recording all of my conversations with Uncle Claude, we have a record of it, right here. Hello? Wise man say... Oh, hello, Frank. <laughs> you recognise my singing voice, but not my speaking voice. That's very interesting. Hello, Claude. How are you? Well, I'm okay, thank you. Thank you for the song, as short as it was. Well, I was going to sing the whole thing and just see if you finally recognised me on the phone. But, yeah, we don't need to go down that road, do we? Oh, that's a shame. Well, I'm not singing it now. You've <laughs> you interrupted me. Just, I didn't really oh, want sorry. anything. I'm just giving you a call to see how you're doing. It's oh, been a while since, since we last met, hasn't it? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, it's been, been a good, uh, good few weeks, I suppose, Frank. Yeah, I know you've been busy, so... Just been trying to finish off this book that I'm writing. You don't you don't need to know about all of that stuff anyway, Claudie. It just occurred to me, I haven't found anything to investigate. I've been keeping my eyes and my ears open. I was going to let you know as soon as I found something, something for us to investigate, but I haven't found nothing, nothing curious at all. That is a big shame, Frank, because I've had the exact same problem. I've been looking out... For this or for that, and just trying to find anything unusual that I can look into in some more detail, but nothing, nothing at all. You know, the best I came up with. The best you come up with? Well, uh, that's a start at least. It's not a start. I'm clutching at straws, Frank. The best I came up with was I was trying to figure out why they call tomato soup Heinz tomato soup. Why do they call it cream of tomato soup? I think it's got cream as part of the recipe. Oh, it's got cream as part of the recipe, yes. Well, why do they call it cream of tomato? It implies that the cream comes from the tomato rather than from a cow. You see what I mean? There is no cream in a tomato, is there? Yeah, it's awkwardly worded, that. It's a weird wording on it. It's a bit of a mystery in itself. I actually found the helpline. <laughs> oh, God. I found the Heinz helpline and asked them why they call their soup cream of tomato <laughs> soup rather than, you know, tomato soup with some cream in Oh, well, it's good that you asked the question, so at least you know the answer. I don't know the answer. The lady on the phone didn't know. <laughs> you call that a helpline? Apparently so. Ask them a question, they don't know the answer, and then they hang up. Well, so maybe there isn't. Maybe it's a mystery to them, I suppose. They've been making creamy tomato soup for many, many years now. The person who came up with the name must be dead. Maybe they just didn't tell anyone why they called it that, and they just carried on calling it cream of tomato soup. Maybe their name was Tomato. Maybe the guy's name who, who invented the soup was called Tomato. It was his own cream. <laughs> his own cream? What on earth are you talking about? I don't know. I'm, I'm just talking nonsense, really, Claude. I just th thought I'd, I'd come up with some kind of silly theory about why it's called that. Obviously, it's not by a, a man named Tomato who donated his own cream. <laughs> 
I don't, I don't really understand the joke, Frank. There's, there's nothing to get. I'm, I'm, I'm just being silly, Claude. So that's, yeah. So that, that's the best you've got. That's the best mystery you've got. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I th- maybe it's over. May- maybe no, no, our time no. has come no, as no. an investigation Surely team. Uh, time to hang up our hats or whatever the expression is and just kind of do something else now because we've run out of mysteries to solve. Every great detective at some point has to just say, that's it now. I've, I've solved all of the mysteries that I'm going to solve. So now is my time to uh, retire. I don't want to retire from the investigations team, Frank. It was, uh, it was, it was keeping me going for the last few months. Let's not just, you know, close the book. Let's turn a page and see what we find. It doesn't have to just appear overnight. Sometimes you just have to keep on looking for these mysteries. As a matter of fact, it's not a mystery, but it's a thing that I notice and I've become very intrigued by it. Oh. And I've started doing this uh, in the evenings now, oh, but perhaps right, you'd like okay. to join me one day. It's, it's actually good fun, a, a little pastime that I've come up with for myself. Oh, a little pastime, really? Uh, well, what is it? Street lamps, yeah? Or what do you call them? Do you call them street lamps or street lights? I call them street lights. So street lights, they're automated, aren't they? They turn themselves on when it starts getting dark. I'll tell you what, I really like it when I see one of the lights turning itself on. It does this little flick thing, doesn't it? You, you, you know what I'm talking about, yeah? You, oh, yeah. You've seen oh, the yeah, light yeah. turning itself on, yeah? yeah? It kind of, like, blinks a few times. It's like it's waking up, you know? It's like it's blinking itself into life. Blink, 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 boop, and then it's on. And probably 99% of the time that light will come on and no one will notice. There'll be nobody around. Or there will be people around, but they haven't noticed the light because it's way above their heads and they're doing other things. And what I've been doing is going out lamp spotting. Lamp spotting? Yeah, lamp spotting. It's, it's, my new, it's my new hobby. I go out at dusk and I see how many I can spot. Because they all come on at different times. They don't all come on at the same time. They all just kind of decide. It's almost like they're acting independently of each other and they've all got their own opinion about what time they're supposed to be on so like one will turn itself on and then like a little way further down the street like maybe a few seconds later another one will but the other ones will still be off so it's a matter of just kind of patrolling the street you know like like a like an old-fashioned kind of bobby on the beat type thing just kind of watching all of these uh, street lamps turn themselves on you know, it can be a little dangerous, Frank, wandering the streets alone at night. <laughs> I don't think it is that dangerous, is it, Claude? It's especially very dangerous. You can get mugged. Or even worse than that. I'm not going to get murdered by some random guy in the street for no reason at all. Know? People tend to leave me alone. I don't know why. I think I don't look particularly scary. But I think I've got one of those faces. People aren't really sure what to make of me. They can't tell whether I'm the sort of guy who would just surrender his wallet that easily. I could be kind of a jiu-jitsu black belt. You're not, though. Or I could be just a real kind of psychopath with a, with a gun in his pocket. I'm really nondescript, is what I am. I think that, that works really well in my favour. I'm like it's such an average-looking guy. Really? That, you know, they stay away from average-looking people, I think. They? They, they go for people who look a little bit unusual. They're kind of the targets... What kind of theory is that, Frank? It's not a theory, it's just my own personal experience. I've never been mugged, I've never been attacked in the street. I wander the streets all the time, alone at night. No, everyone just leaves me alone. I'm not putting myself down here. I'm not, you know, I don't look like a movie star, and I also, I don't look 
really hideous. <laughs> I'm just like a really average looking person. And I'm an average high average build. And they don't know what to do with that. I've got the potential to be absolutely anyone at all. I could be some kind of undercover cop who's onto them. What, who are these people that you're talking about, Frank? Projecting these ideas onto these imaginary people when you're walking down the street. I'm not. It's, it's just, I'm, I'm just my theory that I've got is why I've never been mugged. Because I look the way that I look. Well, I, I think I'd better come with you just as a matter of protection. What, you're going to be my bodyguard now on these walks of my eye? Well, someone's got to look after you, Frank. You're actually behaving in a rather dangerous, foolhardy way. Dangerous and foolhardy way, going yes. for a walk. Yes, yes. When it's not even fully dark yet. I don't think that is a dangerous thing to do, Claude. I'm just going for a walk. Thousands of people do that all over the country. You're being very cautious there, but you don't need to be cautious about just going for a walk in the evening. You, you never do this, do you? You don't go for a walk in the evening. Well, it's only until very recently I've never been for a walk. So I'm, I'm new to this walking game, you know. The thing about the walking game is that you... Once you get used to it, you realise that you could just kind of wander around wherever you want. You, you won't really come to any harm un unless you go looking for it, I guess. I know that's easy for me to say. I mean, you know, if I was a young woman, I'd be in a completely different situation. I'd be much more vulnerable. If I was a child, obviously I wouldn't be doing it then. If I was you, Claude, I probably wouldn't do it then either. Because people could see, oh, oh, look, here's an elderly man. I'm going to take advantage of him in some way and you know, steal stuff from him because he's defenceless. Elderly? Is, is that what I am now? Elderly? Do you not like the word elderly? Oh, I don't think I am elderly. I'm just older than you. Okay, well, older than you. Probably quite an old-fashioned word, that el elderly. I don't even know if people say that anymore. It just popped out of my mouth, that one. I don't mean to, you know, describe you in those terms. What should I call you then? Claude. When I'm referring to your age, should I call you old? Are you okay with being called old? I'm okay with being called old, yeah. Alright, you're old. I know, you don't need to keep pointing it out. Are you up for this then, man? Because this, this is great. You're actually going to really enjoy this. Just kind of walking around, kind of spotting the lights turning themselves on. <laughs> it doesn't sound very exciting, but it really is. It's great when you see one of them turn itself on. It's like a real achievement. It's kind of like, yes, yes. And just kind of keeping a little tally, keeping a little count of how many you saw. And then the next time you go out and try and beat your score, you know, it's like a little game. It, it does sound fun. It actually does. All right, well, yeah, let's do it. Let's go out. What are you doing tomorrow night? Nothing. Tomorrow night it is. Uh, oh, look, 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 here's what... Oh, no, 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 no. no. I, thought, I thought that one was coming on, but it wasn't. Trick of the light, that one. Oh, I saw a little flicker in there. Maybe it's broken. All right, well... Let's stand here for a bit and just stare at it. <laughs> like I'm stalking this thing. I mean, it will turn on eventually, won't it? But, you know, maybe we'll be stood here for 20 minutes. might get a bit boring. Well, maybe we should move on. Yeah, there's plenty of lights along this street. We can keep our eyes on them. And, uh, yeah, just stay focused. Keep your eyes up there. And, um, yeah, we'll just have a little walk up the street. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. I don't, don't want to hang around underneath a lamppost staring up at the light. Let's do this, yeah. So, it's, it's fun, this, isn't it, Claude? It, I, I agree, yeah. I like it. Brought a little notebook with me to uh, keep a little tally in there once we see one go off. I've got my own one as well. 
<laughs> a proper pair of lamp spotters now. This is our new thing. Um, instead of being the investigations team, we're a, we're a pair of lamp spotters. Could you see? Could you have foreseen this somehow, Claude? Spending your retirement like this, first you form an investigations team, and then you become a lamp spotter. I did not predict that. No, I didn't see that in my future somehow. Well, that's funny how life works, isn't it? Really is. Yeah, look, look, oh, uh, I almost saw one again. I keep thinking I'm almost seeing them. I think it's because you're here. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm like getting excited for when the first one happens. It's kind of funny because we've passed a few that are on already, but obviously we missed them. So yeah, this is prime time. This is prime flick, flick, boom time, as I call it. Flick, flick, boom time. When they turn themselves on, it goes flick, flick, boom. The little flicker before it goes on. I call it flick, flick, boom time. Do you like that? Oh, it's a good name. Yeah, I like it. Do you know what? I, I feel a bit uh, nostalgic, actually, uh, nostalgic. Uh, just looking at lampposts, actually. Because, you know, what I used to do when I was a kid, um, just around the neighbourhood, I used to just climb lampposts. I figured out how to do it. I just kind of got into climbing trees as a young kid. My mum used to take me to the park when I was a young kid, and I got, got into kind of climbing trees. Then sort of later, kind of early teens, you know, kind of uh, my dad wasn't around. Uh, my mum was kind of doing her own thing as well. Yeah, I know your mum was doing her own thing, Frank. You know, it's fine, we can talk about it. You know, she liked to drink, didn't she? That's, you know, she liked to drink. It's more than liked, I would say. Yeah, I, I do. I, I feel bad about it, Claude, I do, I do. I, uh, I feel like that there's more that I could have done, really, about that. I don't think there was anything you could have done about that, Frank. You were a young boy. Not your place to uh, get your mother back on the wagon, is it, really? I suppose not. No, it's just... I feel, I don't know, I feel bad. Uh, I feel bad too. I, I, I do. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, I don't know how we got onto that subject. Oh, yeah, because I was telling you about, I used to climb the lampposts. So you actually used to climb a lamppost? How do you actually do that? Yeah, I taught myself how to do it. I, uh, I had a technique where I was, I was just kind of wandering around the neighbourhood just by myself, just looking for things to do, and I, I kind of started climbing these lampposts out of boredom. But I really got into it. I was kind of like proper kind of grip onto it with your hands. If you've got the right technique, grip on it with your hands in the right way. It's not so much about strength. It's more about the technique. And also kind of gripping onto it with your feet in, in the correct way. Bit by bit, grab your hands up a bit further and then whoosh, up with your feet like that. I used to climb right to the top of the lamppost and I used to sit at the top of the lamppost with my legs dangling down. That's crazy stuff, right? It's really high. Sometimes, you know, other kids would come kind of crowding around watching me and stuff like that, and I'd have an audience. Sometimes someone would tell their parents, and their the parents would come out and tell me, like, oh, get down from there, get down from there, you know. And I'd have to get down because, you know, there's a grown-up in the vicinity. But sometimes, sometimes I used to just climb a lamppost and no one would notice and I would sit there for ages just sat at the top of the lamppost kind of watching stuff and there'd be people walking past who didn't notice me there'd be cars driving past who didn't notice me and yeah, I'd just be sat there watching you can see loads of stuff from up there as well because it's quite flat where we were living wasn't it and it was kind of like you know you couldn't see that much up in the hills where you live you, you got some nice views but like where we were it's all kind of just kind of a, a flat landscape but you get up on the lamppost and you can actually see kind of above the roofs of the houses and you can see for a fair old distance. It really was nice that. It really was a, a, a quite a happy childhood memory. I'm a little bit concerned about this, Frank. 
what you got a concern? What you you worried that <laughs> the image of me as a child at the top of a lamppost is going to fall off the lamppost? That this is something that happened decades ago. I survived and I lived to tell the tale. You don't need to be concerned about it, Claude. Well, I am concerned. I mean, a lot of you were saying you were you were, you were neglected by your parents, Frank. It wasn't right. I mean, your dad was off for gallivanting with his friends. Your mother was a home drunk. Well, you were climbing lampposts and you could have easily died. You could have easily fallen to your death. Well, I didn't know, did I? Well, this is my concern, Frank, now. is that you've got this mentality because, because you had this upbringing where you were just left to fend for yourself and you ended up climbing a lamppost and doing sort of really dangerous things. But you're still doing dangerous things now. You, you don't really think anything of it. Not doing dangerous things. What dangerous things am I doing? Like I was saying to you on the phone, you're walking around at night with, with no one there to protect you. You don't have a weapon to protect you, do you? Walking the streets with a knife or a gun. That would be more dangerous. Yeah, what if I got stopped by the cops? I mean, I do actually get stopped by the cops quite a bit. <laughs> you know, if I'm carrying a weapon, they're going to arrest me. Okay. That's another thing about my face. The cops like to stop and have a word with me all the time. And they're always wondering what I'm doing. Because you're wandering around the streets at night, Frank. That's why the cops want to make sure you're okay. No, they don't make sure I'm okay. They just want to make sure I'm not dealing drugs. Because I've got that sort of face, I suppose. For average drug dealer face. Yeah, an average drug dealer face. That's what I've got. I look after myself, Claude. I really I don't put myself in dangerous situations. I don't consider walking around the streets at night to be a dangerous situation. And I don't consider... Well, I personally consider driving through a rock to be a dangerous situation. You put me in that situation not so long back. Yeah, I apologise about that, Claude. You know, uh, I didn't really think of it as a big deal at the time. Well, this is the problem. You don't think these dangerous situations are a big deal. You just don't care so much about your own safety. That, that's what concerns me, Frank. Fair point, fair point. I'll have a think about that, Claude. I, I don't want to say that you're wrong. I don't want to say that you're wrong. I don't agree with you, but I'm not going to say that you're wrong. You see what I mean? I'll have a think about what you've said. I appreciate you saying it. I appreciate you saying it because I, I don't really have anyone to say these things to me now, I guess. If I had like a, a partner or if I had, if I, if I was still in touch with my parents, if I had more kind of, more of a friendship network around here. But I'm kind of a loner, you know, I kind of spend a lot of time on my own. So I haven't really got people to tell me things if I'm doing something wrong so there's my other concern about the van living in the van you know it's it's not a secure way to live your life you know you could easily get broken into and you'll be in there at the time well that's the thing Claude I mean I don't I don't want to live my life in that way and sort of thinking kind of what if this happens what if that happens if the van gets broken into while I'm in there then that's I'll just have to deal with that situation as it comes as I find it you know I, I don't want to live my life in fear of bad things happening. I think probably all the best times that I've had in my life have happened as a consequence of me taking a risk of some kind. Me kind of going outside of my comfort zone and going, yes, I will do that thing. That's how the good stuff happens. It really is. I'd, maybe you need to take a leaf out of my book and take a few risks yourself because I don't know how many risks you've taken in your life. I've taken a lot of risks in my life. As a businessman, I 
I'm not talking about business. Obviously, there's operational risks involved with running a business. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not talking about financial risks. I'm talking about risks to your own personal safety and well-being. Why would I want to take a risk to my own personal safety and well-being, Frank? That would sound like a a crazy thing to do. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it does. It sounds like a crazy thing to do, but it's not. It's what leads you on to some really fun things. And I think, deep down, you really enjoyed that trip that we took when we drove to Kuwait. I know you complained about it the whole time, and you kept on saying you didn't want to be there, and you kept on saying that you wanted to go home. But I think, when you got back, you looked back on that experience... And you see it as the adventure that it was. It was a proper adventure, that was. Even though it was just like the two of us driving to Kuwait and then driving back again, and that's all that happened. There wasn't anything but like particularly exciting that happened on that trip. Quite uneventful, really. But I still look back on that trip, and I, I think, yeah, wasn't, wasn't that great? Me and Uncle Claude drove to Kuwait, and then we drove back again. It was really cool. That's what I think. I, it's, a, it's a happy memory for me, that. Well, I'm not the same as you, Frank, am I? I'm not the same as you. If you take me out of my comfort zone and I become uncomfortable, when you put me back in my comfort zone again, I'm comfortable. That's why they call it a comfort zone. Okay? Okay, okay. I uh, I accept that. I accept that point. Yes. Hang on a sec, mate. Just stop walking. What? Just, just... Just don't move, God. Just, just stop, 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 stop. What? What's happening? I don't even want to point it out, mate, but... Middle of the road over there. Oh, my actual God. Is that... Is that what I think it is? Of course it is, Frank. Look at the horns. It's a bull. It's an actual bull in the middle of the road. God, I've never seen one there before. That's odd. Be quiet, Frank. Lower your voice. Lower your voice. I don't want you to hear you. Stay still. I don't know if staying still is the right thing to do, though, Claudie. I think we maybe we should make a run for it. We can't run past them us. Don't go running off. He'll come after you. Look, he looks angry. Oh, he does. Look, he he does. Oh, 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 my God, Frank. What are we going to do? Let's get out of the way somehow. Let's get, get up on top of something so that... You know, so that he can't reach you, get upon a wall or... Can't see a wall. Oh, God. We're in a bit of a tight fix here, my friend. I'm sorry about this. I'm sorry for dragging you out tonight. Jeez. Didn't know this was going to happen. Maybe you can climb on top of one of them. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll teach you a trick. Lower your voice, Frank. Lower your voice. All right, I'll teach you a trick. Look, come over here and just copy what I do. But trust me, you can do this, Okay. What are you doing, Frank? What are you doing? I'm climbing the lamppost, man. You can't expect me to climb a lamppost. Yes, I can. It's all its all in the technique. It's not about strength whatsoever. No, no, no. You got, you're, no. you're pretty light, man. You can you can, you can can support no. your own weight with your arms and legs. I can't do that, Frank. Just follow this technique, honestly. No. Honestly, watch this. Watch this. See? See how easy that is? I haven't done it for years and years and years. It comes straight back to you like riding a bike. I don't like the look of that ball at all, Frank. I don't like it. Just, just, okay, just copy what I'm doing, man. You follow. You follow. What's the technique? Hands like this. Legs gripping like that. Legs gripping properly. The feet. With the feet on the pole, yeah? Feet on the pole. 
keep the soles of your feet right on the pole. Oh, I'm not doing it, Frank. I'm not doing it at all. I'm going to climb on top of this car. Oh, good call, man. Good call. Yeah, just stand right on the roof there. Stand right on the roof. So, oh no, I still don't like the look of this thing. It's going to go. Oh, it's, just, it's going sniffing around me, Frank. What am I going to do? Just stand still. Stand still on top of the car. He can't reach you there. No, I don't like it. Oh God, it's, it's mad. This one. Just see what he did. He broke the window. Oh no! Get away! You, boy, shoot, shoot. Does shoot work on a ball? But apparently not. Shoo! Shoo! Stop saying it then. You're antagonising him, Matt. Oh, God. He's circling round me like a vulture. He's going to pounce, Frank. What am I going to do? Honestly, man. Just copy me. You can do this. You can do this. Just jump down. Well, it, look, he's round the other side now. You can quickly just jump down. Climb up the pole. Look, look. I'm all the way up here now, man. Come on, just, just trust me. Trust me you can do this. What? I suppose there's only one thing for it, Frank. Oh. I'm too old for this, I'll tell you that for nothing. You're not, you're not too old. Come on. You can do this, man. Come on. Well, that's it. That's a good start, man. Good start. Yeah, that's it. You're doing it, man. Keep oh, oh my god, you're a natural at this, man. You're a natural. Come on. Oh, my hands are slipping, bro. My hands are slipping. What am I going to do? Grip off with your feet, with your feet, with your feet, with your feet. Yeah. Just, it's okay. It's okay. Just, just okay. give the pole a little hug. With a your hug. Arms, a yeah. hug. Little okay. hug with your arms. A hug. Give it a little hug and put your hands back, back where they were, into All position. Right. That technique. You see my hands, yeah? Yeah. All the way. That's it. Whoa. Whoa, you're doing it, man. This is cool. This is cool. Come on. Oh, nice one. That's it. Cool. I'll, I'll help you the last bit. Just give me your hand. Give me your hand. I'll put you up, man. It's all right. Here we go. Whoa. Oh, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Frank and Claude sitting on top of the lamppost. Uh, you weren't expecting this from your evening, were you? I was not. No, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it's pretty good though, we've done it. We've climbed to the top of the lamppost. <laughs> it's actually very dangerous up here, Frank. We could fall at any moment. Why the bull decides to charge at the lamppost and then vibrates the whole thing, we'll go falling down to our deaths. I don't like it at all. You can sit here with your legs dangling down like that. I don't like heights, have I told you that? I'm not a big fan of heights, I don't like it. Just close your eyes, man, close your eyes. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll We'll get some help, yeah. I'll, I'll make a phone call, get on to emergency services. They'll send somebody straight out for a situation like this, you know. You've got to help us out. Oh, well, I certainly hope they're quick. Just keep your eyes shut, keep your eyes shut, keep your eyes shut. Okay. Just okay. hold on to that bar, yeah. Okay. Two hands on that bar, man. Two hands. Okay. Two hands on the bar, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Just sit totally still. You'll be totally fine. I'm going to try and get... Phone's in an awkward position in my trouser pocket, Claude. Can you believe that? I'm trying to reach down for it. You just do me a favour. Just hang on to me. Oh, actually, don't hang on to me. If I fall, then you'll fall. And then, yeah, we don't want to do that, do we? Well, I don't, don't want anyone to fall, Frank. Just keep on gripping onto that bar, yeah. Keep on gripping onto the bar. I got, I got the phone. Okay. Don't worry about anything. Okay. Well, we'll get out of this situation. Look at that bull. God. He's still interested in us. He's, yeah, he's, like, he's circling. He's circling us. 
like we're his prey. This is no good, is it? Well, it's not going to get us up here, is he? Alright. Hi, uh, hello. Um, which service? Good question. Which service? Which service do I require? That's a good question. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'll tell you the situation. You tell me who you should send out for this. We're at the top of a lamppost. No, 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 no. Myself and my uncle were at the top of a lamppost. We're on top of a lamppost, okay? And we, uh, no, we, we, we climbed up. We climbed up the top of the lamppost. We were getting away from a bull, mate. There's a bull. There's an escaped bull. He looked pretty mad as well. He's a mad bull who's escaped from somewhere. I don't know where he's escaped from, but that that's you know that's not my concern at the moment. My concern is getting away from him, right? So we climbed up to the top of the lamppost. He's down there. You can probably hear him in the background, making a bit of noise. Yeah, we just need someone to come and help us get down and and get rid of this bull for us, and that's about it, really. That's the size of it. Yeah, yeah. I've already told you what I did. I, I, I've told you that we climbed up here. What is your problem? What is your... Pardon the expression, but what is your actual beef, pal? This is a serious situation here. Do you not believe me or something, mate? If you've got a well, problem with this... Do you don't believe that I... Why would I make up a ridiculous story like this? We climbing to the top of a lamppost to get away from an escaped bull. Do you think I've got nothing better to do with my time, mate? You better send someone now. I'm not threatening you or anything like that, but I'm really cross about this now. You make sure you send somebody. You've got to take this seriously. So what do you mean you have to take it seriously? What? What? You have to take it seriously. Look, what? So if I called up and said that oh, there's aliens in my backyard, would you send somebody out for that? All oh, right. So okay, right. You have. So what are you going to do now then? You're going to send someone out. You. You better. You better send someone out pretty soon. I've, you know, I've got my uncle here with me. All right. What's the address? How am I supposed to know what the address is? I'm at the top of a lamp. I can't see any street signs around here. I mean, so, let me have a look. Just give me a second. I actually know this one. I'm just going to tap it into. I'm going to have a look at my Google Maps location. All right, it's, it's Partridge Road. We're kind of adjacent to uh, a roundabout number. Uh, there's no houses on, on this bit of the street, but we're kind of up from, I guess, kind of where, where the housing, where I don't know the numbers of the street, mate, you know. It's Partridge Road, Partridge Road. Just come and get us from Partridge Road. But you can't really miss us, we're two men. If there's another two men sat on top of a lamppost at a different part of the street, I'd be very surprised. You know what I mean? Just turn up on Partridge Road and you'll see two men sat on top of a lamppost like idiots. Are you actually going to do this? You're going to send the help, yeah? I hope so. I hope so. Okay, thank you. You were a little bit rude to him there, Frank. I would be honest. Yeah, I, I had to be a little bit rude. He was he was, he was, was being a real pain. He was he was questioning me. He was like, oh, how did you get up? He kept on saying, how did you get up? I, t I told him that we climbed up. For God's sake, why doesn't he believe that? It's a, it's a perfectly reasonable thing for me to have done in the situation that we were in. He didn't believe me about the bull either. I really don't think... I've, I'm not sure about this, Claude. I don't think that this guy really took me seriously. It's interesting what he said. He said that they have to they have to take the claim seriously unless it's obviously a hoax. Oh, I'll tell you what, he was, he was being too clever for his own good, this one. He, he said it in such a way. He said... We have to take your claim seriously unless it's obviously a hoax. And the way that he said, unless it's obviously a hoax, 
he thinks this is obviously a hoax. I do not like that. I'm going to I'm going to phone him again. I'm going to phone him again and talk to somebody else. I did not like that guy at all. Hi, just had somebody on the phone just now. Hi, hello. Um, uh, I, th I think he said he was sending the fire brigade out um, because we're stuck on top of a lamppost. And um, my, I just have this concern that the man on the phone didn't believe me. He said he was going to send the fire brigade out, but I do not know whether he was... I, I don't know if you can see, like, if there's any notes on your system or anything. Partridge Road. We're on top of a lamppost in Partridge Road. And... Um, yeah, I've, I've told the other guy how I got up here. I climbed up here. Me and my uncle climbed up here. We're a, there's an escaped bull. There's, there's an escaped bud. Not bud. There's not an escaped bud. There's an escaped bull. Okay? And I'm sorry to lose my rag. Okay? I'm sorry to lose my rag. But it's, it's, like, it's like a red rag to a bull, if, if you pardon the expression. I'm not talking bull, if you pardon the expression. Sorry, I keep on making puns here. I don't, I don't mean to... Oh. Keep on making. I'm sorry. I, I sound like I'm joking now. I really, honestly, I'm trying to get it through to you that I'm not joking. This is a real situation, and it, this is an escape. <laughs> right. Are you okay? Oh, I'm really. I'm digging my own grave. I'm literally digging my own grave here. I'm gonna die up here because you people, you people are not gonna believe that <laughs> situation that I'm it's in. Okay, well, Frank. God say. I'm serious, I'm on Partridge Road, okay? <laughs> Partridge Road! I'm <laughs> on Partridge Road! <laughs> I've lost the plot, man. I've lost the plot. Look, honestly, honestly, this is a real situation. I'm not joking at all. We're on Partridge Road with two men on top of a, of a lamppost. And it's a, it's a real situation. It's a serious situation. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you see the, the details? Is it sent the fire, fire brigade out? I don't know whether to laugh or cry. I really don't. I really don't. I'm, I'm losing my mind here. Um, can, you, can you just send the fire brigade out? Are you actually going to do it, though? Because the, the last guy, I don't think the last guy believed me. And, uh, I think they got... I think we got cut off, Claude. I, 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 again, I, I, I don't think that went very well that call oh you think so do you yeah i don't think it went very well that oh, horses for courses frank give me the phone but uh, why well, what are you gonna do i'm, I'm gonna call him and straighten this out okay 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 uh, trust me i'm good at this i hope you're better than me at the very least wouldn't be saying much frank i'll be honest here we go Claude Burton, we are stuck on the top of a lamppost at the moment. Myself and my nephew are stuck on the top of a lamppost. I'm very sorry about this. My nephew was called a couple of times. He made a bit of a fool of himself on the phone, and uh, I'm not sure that the uh, emergency operator believed him, but uh, I can assure you this is a real situation. We are cowering as we speak from an escaped bull, uh, which is uh, very angry, and he's done at the bottom of the lamppost trying to get at us somehow and um, it's a very dangerous situation. I, I do hope that you send somebody very soon. By the way, I'm an elderly man. Yeah, that, that's right. I'm, I'm an elderly man. You're a what, Claude? D don't listen to my nephew. He, he's losing the plot, as he says in his own words. So, uh, OK, uh, I, I do appreciate that. I, I do appreciate you sending somebody straight away and we will await the help. And I, I do appreciate everything you do. Thank you. Bye.
yes I do, Frank. Oh, so now you're elderly. Comes in handy sometimes. What's that? A, a car alarm? Yes. Let the ball set it off. Yeah, it's loud, ain't it? Yeah, it's getting cold now, man. I better get a move on, like. It's all right, Frank. I'll be here. Yeah, now we're on the way. It's okay. Uh, thanks for making the call. No problem. Uh, while we're up here waiting, Frank, what's something I'd we'd like to talk to you about, actually? Uh, I might have a serious conversation now. We're in enough trouble already without... There's a possibility that we could fall to our deaths here, Frank. I might not ever get another chance to say it. Oh. Okay, well, what is it? Well, it's just what you were saying earlier about your mother and feeling bad about the way she was. You having those two parents, your, your dad who's off gambling and doing God knows what else. Your mother at home drinking and you just left to your own devices. It wasn't right. And uh, I felt bad. I felt bad at the time. I, I thought about taking you away, you know. You Really? You don't, you don't mean snatching me and running off, do you? going through illegal channels and actually doing it proper you know you come and live with me and get away from those two uh, useless individuals you know god love them but they weren't great parents frank they weren't no no i know that they weren't uh, that is true but you know it didn't happen it didn't happen uh, just a thought just an idle thought i used to have about protecting you somehow making sure you're okay over time, as a boy, you know. I had no idea about that. I appreciate it. It's not that I actually did anything. It's just thoughts. And, uh, what good is a thought? What good is a thought, really? Well, it's better than no thought at all. Well, there just wasn't much I could do, really, at the end of the day. I'm an uncle. And what? What is an uncle? What is an uncle? He <laughs> asking me what an uncle is. In real terms, in, in terms of usefulness, in terms of status within the family, in terms of in terms of anything really, it's just a title that means nothing. An uncle isn't for anything. An uncle is just a word. You can't really do anything as an uncle. You have no say in what happens to a child if you're the child's uncle. Unless the child's mother and father are dead or something, you know, and they were very much alive. Complicated, isn't it? Complicated. Wow. Well, um, learning new things here, and yeah, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate, you know, even if it was just an idle thought, I appreciate you having the idle thoughts more than anybody else did, I guess. You know, you got through your childhood and uh, you're here today. Oh, yeah, well, I turned out all right, I think. Oh, yeah, you turned out more than all right, Frank. Ah, thank you. Well, hopefully this will teach you some kind of lesson, Frank, this climbing up here getting yourself into these situations. I don't know how you do it, but you somehow manage to keep on getting yourself into these situations where your own personal safety is it's like an afterthought, you know? You need to start looking after yourself properly, Frank. I thought that I did. I thought, I thought that's what I was doing, but maybe you're right. Maybe I need to look at a few things. Well, let's think about it. Think about what I said, that's all. I will, I will. Oh, hold on a sec, Claude. Hold on a sec. Watch. Watch this. What is it? What is it? Across the street. Right across the street. What? The lamppost. The light. The light. The light. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Boop. Flick. Flick. Boom. Hey. 
Hey, flick, flick, boom, we got it. We got there in the end, we saw one. We saw one. Ah, ah, some more lights coming. <laughs> Claude was in a bit of a state when they finally lifted us down. They took him into hospital and said they'd keep him under observation overnight. I came along for the ride, of course. Right, well, I'll be getting off, man. I'll, I'll come back and see you in the morning. I'll give you a lift home and all that sort of thing, you know. Well, I don't know why they're keeping me in overnight. So I told them I'm absolutely fine, you know. It's because you know, you've been through a shock, you know. They're making sure that you're okay. They have a duty of care and all that, you know, to a, a man of advanced years, shall we say. You know, they have to keep an eye on you if you've been through kind of a traumatic experience. I don't know. It was actually that traumatic, Frank. It was actually quite enjoyable in the end. I'm actually quite pleased with myself climbing up that thing, you know. Yeah, 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 you did really well. You did really well. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Well, back at you, sunshine. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, see you later anyway, see you later. And, uh, Frank, just, uh, you know, what I said earlier, you know, just, uh, just have a think, have a think about it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of things to think about, Claude, you know. I've got things to consider about the way that I'm living my life at this moment in time and you know maybe it's time for me to stop being on my own so much and you know find someone who can you know, not necessarily like a partner like a woman or you know I just need to have more people in my life more people who can look out for me and support me in some way you know I'm just too much of a lone wolf I think I just need to get it together with you know I'm not I'm you know I'm not necessarily looking for to settle down and you know raise a family or kind of be with the same person for years and years and years I just sort of need to have I need to have something more I don't know what it is I need to have something something more in my life I don't know what well you've always got me I've been thinking about this Claude and um years ago after I first left home, I was at university. I met this girl. We became great friends. She was uh, a real kind of influence on me, you know. She, I called her my big sister. She wasn't my girlfriend. I called her my big sister. I just followed her around everywhere. And she was she was uh, charming and funny and just fun to be around. And, you know, things got a bit crazy. And she started getting into things that I didn't want to get into. And, and it, it got complicated and we had to go our separate ways. And... But, you know, for a time, you know, she was the most important person in my life, really. And a couple of years later, I got together. You met her that one time, Heidi. I had a long-term relationship with her, and she was great fun as well. I mean, unfortunately, I wasn't great fun. It must have been a real drag to be around. It wasn't a great person to be in a relationship with. I, I guess I've learnt how to be better in that regard since then. But obviously it didn't work out. But, you know, for for the couple of years that we were together, it was, you know, she was the most important person in my life. And then, you know, for a long time, for a long time, for years after that, the most important person in my life was me. That's what I need to look at. That's what I need to kind of think about. I need to have someone in my life who is the, the most important person like I used to. I was I was happy having those people, those sort of strong friendships and relationships and you know it occurs to me Claude that 
Things have changed recently. Things have changed the last couple of months. Right now, the most important person in my life is you. Oh, well, it's good to hear you say that. Well, is it good? I don't know. I mean, I don't want to offend you. I don't want to upset you in any way. But just saying those words, saying that you, Claude, are the most important person in my life. That is the most depressing thought I think I've ever had. This is not a reflection on you, not a reflection on you at all. It's a reflection on me and the way that I've been living my life that I've kind of uh, ended up attaching myself to you, Claude. Uh, I think, you know, I, I, I don't want to hurt your feelings, you know. I think you're a great guy. I just, I just need more than this. I can't just have you as being the most important person in my life. I need to have somebody else as well. You know what I mean? I completely understand, Frank, and I agree with you. I think you do. Oh, well, thanks for your understanding. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad that you understand what I mean. Well, like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm always here, you know. I don't want to get all morbid on you, but one of these days you're going to die and then I really will have no one. Well, I'll be here for a, a very long time yet. Well, <laughs> I, know, I know. I know you will. I know you will. I'm sorry I got all serious on you there, Claude. I didn't mean to. I've just got a, a lot to think about. I hope that we can carry on, uh, you know, doing what we've been doing, all this investigations business and uh, the Flick Flick Boom Club, whatever it is that we've just started. Perhaps we can carry on doing that. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to. That's, uh, that's the way it is with me and you, Claude, I think. As the song goes, I can't stay away from you. <laughs> Try as I might. <laughs> what song's that? I can't stay away from you. Gloria Estefan. You remember it from the 80s? Oh, beautiful song. Re- really, uh, really gorgeous ballad. Be a good one for the piano sometime. Oh, yeah, you have to show me that one, yeah. Don't remember it. Uh, it'll all come flooding back, I'm sure. Time flies when you're having fun I heard somebody say But if I've been as fun Then baby let me go I don't want to be in your way And I don't want to be your second choice Don't want to be just your friends You keep telling me that you're not in love Wanna throw it all away But I can't stay away from you I don't want to let you go Though it's killing me, that's true There's just some things I can't control Your love is slipping through hands Though I've heard it all before 
Oh no, it's just no use But I can't stay away from you Hold on to every bit of hope That's all I ever do Hoping you might change your mind And call me up to say How much you need me to And though you're leaving me no other choice Than to turn and walk away Over your shoulder, I'll be there You can count on me to stay Cause I can't stay away from you I don't want to let you go Though it's killing me that's true There's just some things I can't control Your love is slipping through my hands Though I've heard it all before I know you tell me the truth But all I can't stay away from you I know you're telling me the truth I know it's just no use But all I can't stay